one sat alone beside the highway begging his eyes were blind the light he could not see he clutched his old rags and shivered in the shadows then jesus came and bade his darkness flee it's time to open the word once again with evangelist lester roloff on the family altar program for all is changed when jesus comes to stay well you have your bible i want to turn to the book of second kings chapter 11 and i want you to notice the text but i'd like for you to locate it for me as i read People say, do you like the Old Testament? Yes. Do you like it as well as you do the New? No, I believe I'd rather read the New. Well, why do you read the Old Testament through every year? Because I need to know what's in the Old Testament. And I need to be reminded that it's the Word of God. And then I need the discipline of reading, sometimes more difficult reading, and some things that uh, maybe I wouldn't profit as much by but it's the word of the Holy Spirit, and I don't want to leave out anything that he says. I want to listen to what he says at least once a year and maybe more. But I don't want to overlook anything the Holy Spirit says. Therefore, I'm going to read it through every year. Now then, I'd like to read this chapter, 21 verses is all, without stopping and then I'll show you a great text that uh, the Lord has given us for our message today. 2 Kings chapter 11, verse 1. And when Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, she arose and destroyed all the seed royal. But Jehoshaphat, the daughter of King Joram, sister of Ahaziah, took Joash, the son of Ahaziah, and stole him from among the king's sons, which were slain, and they hid him, even him and his nurse, in the bedchamber from Athaliah, so that he was not slain. And he was with her hid in the house of the Lord six years. And Athaliah did reign over the land. And the seventh year, Jehoiada sent and fetched the rulers over hundreds, with the captains and the guard, and brought them to him into the house of the Lord, and made a covenant with them, and took an oath of them in the house of the Lord, and showed them the king's son. And he commanded them, saying, This is the thing that ye shall do. A third part of you that enter in on the Sabbath shall even be keepers of the watch of the king's house. And a third part shall be at the gate of Sir, and a third part at the gate behind the guard. So shall ye keep the watch of the house, that it be not broken down. And two parts of you all that go forth on the Sabbath, even they shall keep the watch of the house of the Lord about the king. And ye shall compass the king round about, every man with his weapons in his hand. And he that cometh within the ranges, let him be slain. 
and be ye with the king as he goeth out and as he cometh in. And the captains over the hundreds did according to all things that Jehoiada the priest commanded. And they took every man his men that were to come in on the Sabbath with them that should go out on the Sabbath and came to Jehoiada the priest and to the captains over hundreds did the priest give King David spears and shields that were in the temple of the Lord. And the guards stood, every man with his weapons in his hand, round about the king, from the right corner of the temple to the left corner of the temple, along by the altar and the temple. And he brought forth the king's son and put the crown upon him and gave him the testimony. And they made him king and anointed him. And they clapped their hands and said, God, save the king. And when Athaliah heard the noise of the guard and of the people, she came to the people into the temple of the Lord. And when she looked, behold, the king stood by a pillar as the manner was, and the princes and the trumpeters by the king, and all the people of the land rejoiced and blew with trumpets, and Athaliah rent her clothes and cried, Treason! Treason! But Jehoiada, the priest, commanded the captains of the hundreds, the officers of the host, and said unto them, Have her forth without the ranges, and him that followeth her kill with a sword. For the priest had said, Let her not be slain in the house of the Lord. And they laid hands on her, and she went by the way by the which the horses came into the king's house, and there was she slain. And Jehoiada made a covenant between the Lord and the king and the people, that they should be the Lord's people, between the king also and the people. And all the people of the land went into the house of Baal, and break it down, his altars and his images, break they in pieces thoroughly, and slew Matan the priest of Baal before the altars, and the priest appointed officers over the house of the Lord. And he took the rulers over hundreds and the captains and the guard, all the people of the land. And they brought down the king from the house of the Lord and came by the way of the gate of the guard to the king's house. And he sat on the throne of the king and all the people of the land rejoiced and the city was in quiet. And they slew Athaliah with a sword beside the king's house. Seven years old was Jehoash when he began to reign. I've read to you 2 Kings chapter 11. I see some outstanding lessons and a real challenging text that I'd like to share with you. First of all, I see a wicked woman. Her name was Athaliah. The mother of Ahaziah saw that her son was dead. She arose and destroyed all the seed royal. She killed a lot of folks, but there's one that she didn't kill. You know, I believe spiritually this uh, text has a great message for us today. Athaliah thinking that she's going to take the kingdom. She's going to possess the throne. She'll have to reign whom she will to reign, but she's got a real disappointment in store for her. Wickedness always comes to an abrupt and tragic and sudden end. That's exactly what happened to the wickedness of this woman. This lesson is as old as sin. The wages of sin is death. And be sure your sins will find you out. And them old chickens, that's right, them old chickens are coming home to roost. So while she was in her clamor and in looked like her glory, Somebody came 
and said, there's a little baby that she overlooked. There's a little bitty fella, and they hid him six years. And uh, just like uh, Moses was hid three months, except they hid him six years in the king's house. But he's going to be king. Athaliah didn't dream of such a thing until she heard all of the celebration one day after they'd set up their guards and had planned thoroughly how the job would be done. And when she came and she saw the king standing by the pillar, and that pillar represents truth and the king represents Jesus. One of these days, as surely as I'm bringing this message and more surely, this whole world is going to come and going to see King Jesus standing by his word. This old world is going to be so shot full of sin, she's going to yell just like old wicked Athaliah, treason, treason. And then King Jesus is going to say, let them be slain. Oh, listen, we'll teach them that Jesus is going to reign on earth like he does in heaven. And so, the great text now for our message today I have not mentioned except just to read it. It's verse 4, the latter part. And showed them the king's son. Oh, listen. The unveiled Christ. All that thrills my soul is Jesus. Behold the man of sorrows. Behold him in plain view. Lo, he is the mighty conqueror since he rent that veil in two. It seems that the Holy Spirit speaks to every preacher of righteousness. Preacher, show him the king's son. Oh, when I step in the pulpit, the Holy Spirit said, show him the king's son. When I turn on these recorders, the Lord seems to say, show him the king's son. Oh, that's the only thing that'll do any good. I'll tell you, dear friends, in the Old Testament, they were busy showing the coming of the king's son. Every lamb that died, if it bladed at all, it bladed for the coming of Jesus. Every sacrifice that ever shed its blood was crying to show the king's son. Yes, Micah said he'll be born in Bethlehem, and you can go there and see the king's son. Oh, listen, Isaiah, that great prophet of old said, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him with his stripes were healed. Oh, we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned everyone to his own way. Isaiah was showing the king's son, talking about the king's son. In the 22nd Psalm, that great messianic psalm, that sad, a sorrowful psalm, the psalmist was showing us the king's son before he ever came. Ah, oh, listen, Isaiah in chapter 7 and verse 14, Behold, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. A virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and he shall call his name Emmanuel. And also in the book of Isaiah, he tells us that Behold, to you a son is given. To you 
a child is born, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David, he's showing us the king's son. Oh, have you ever seen the king's son? You'll never be the same again. Isaiah said, I saw him. Oh, how did you see him, Brother Isaiah? High and lifted up, and his glory filled the temple. Yes, I saw the king's son. What did you do, Isaiah? Oh, he said, woe is me, for I'm a man of unclean lips. I dwell in the midst of a people with unclean lips. Oh, when I saw the king's son, he said, I need some help from heaven. And there came a coal of fire from off the altar. He said, now you're clean through this fire. And then we hear Isaiah as he said, Here am I, Lord, send me. Oh, when I see the king's son, I want to go for the king's son. Show them the king's son. That's the need. That's the greatest need of this hour is to show them the king's son. Oh, may the Lord help preachers to show them the king's son. What this world needs is not to see a delinquent boy or an alcoholic. They need to see the king's son. No, if today we could spend more of our time showing them the king's son. Preacher, when they get to church on Sunday morning and show them the king's son, don't show them a budget. Don't show them a bunch of announcements. Don't show them a bunch of wasted time. Oh, listen, this is no time uh, for light conversation. This is no time for God's people to take lightly. The end time, emergency. Show them the king's son. Oh, listen, dear friends, that's exactly what Paul did when he found out about the old divided split world at church over at Corinth. He said, I determined not to know anything among you and save the king, son, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what he said. Oh, listen, dear friends. He said, I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ. God forbid that I should glory save in the cross of Christ, which I'm crucified to the world and the world unto me. It was that blessed deacon Philip that went down the Jerusalem Gaza Road and found an Ethiopian coming along in a carriage, and he got up and joined himself to him. And he began at the same place and showed unto him the king's son. That's right, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. He preached unto him Jesus. Oh, it was blessed old John that came into this world with a special anointing. And when he looked up and saw Jesus coming, he pointed at him and said, Yonder comes the king's son. That's Jesus. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. It was Luke who said, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. He showed him the king's son. Ah, oh, listen. Paul said to young Timothy, There's one God and one mediator between God and men. The man, Christ Jesus, he showed him the king's son. Oh, he said yonder as he closed out his ministry, when this old general started walking towards home, he turned around and said to the young preacher, Preach 
the word. Be instant, in season, out of season. Oh, reprove and rebuke, but do it with all long suffering. but show them the king's son. All scriptures given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, and for correction, for instruction and in righteousness, that the man of God may be thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Timothy, show him the king's son. Oh, show him the king's son. He's going to reign. Listen, when this old sun has failed to shine and when the stars have fallen from their twinkling sockets, and I mean when the rivers fail to run and when time and all the watches and clocks fall, fall from the wall, Jesus is going to reign. Show him the king's son. Dear friends, one of these days, these old cemeteries, these old cemeteries are going to be empty. Yes, they are. One of these days, God's children are going to go home, and you and I are going to see the king's son. Oh, to be like thee. Oh, to be like thee, blessed Redeemer, pure as Thou art come in thy sweetness. Come in thy fullness. Stamp thine own image deep on my heart. Oh, to be like the king, son. I'll tell you, dear friends, we ought to be because we're in the family. We've been born into the king's family. You know, you can tell a king's son, he dressed different, he acted different, his manners were different. And dear friends, we're king's sons. We're sons of God. We're not the only begotten son of God, but we're sons of God. And it doth not yet, uh, we, it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that we shall be like him because we shall see him as he is. Beloved, now, now, N-O-W, now, right now, are we the sons of God. He that hath the Son hath life. He that hath not the Son of God shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. Oh, listen, he showed him the king's son. You and I need to see the king's son today. I hope you've seen him. If you haven't seen him, I hope you'll see him today. Now then, let me say, the preacher is to tell them and show them the king's son. And you and I, as Christians, are to show them the king's son by the way we live. Yes, by the way we talk. By the way our home is operated. Show them the king's son. When company comes, show them the king's son, dear friend. Oh, listen, don't wait until you're dead to show the king's son. Show him now. While you're young and strong. Oh, I've seen some young people on fire for the Lord, witnessing, bringing them in. A nice basketball player said the other day uh, who got on fire the first week of a meeting in another city, went home and swept out, absolutely tore up all of his old rock and roll records, broke them all to pieces. He cleaned out things, magazines out of that house in his mother and dad's house. And his daddy, who's been saved the last four years, said, I tell you, he's down to business. And his daddy could just rejoice with him. He really did. He came one night. He said, you know, Brother Wolof, the Lord is wonderful. Every night he and his brother would come. His brother the next week had the house cleaning in his house. 
Oh, he told his wife, said, give him an announcement. No more. You won't sit there and sell tickets for that picture show no more. You're coming home. We're going to raise our little child the way that will please God. You don't have to go out and work in the world, work in picture shows. No, sir. We're cleaning house. He took his old television set and dropped it over in the garbage can. Yeah, you'd say, oh, Brother Olaf, you know, that's all right. Say what you will. I know they want a bunch of souls. One of them came one night, and you know what he said to me? Isn't the Lord wonderful? I said, yes, indeed. He said, I prayed for one of my schoolmates. There were three here. Well, they more than that. I said, but I said, Lord, will you just give me one? But they'd been playing on the same team. He's a great athlete. I mean, he's a football, uh, rather a basketball player, and a, he's a baseball player. And he said, oh, I just prayed, Lord, will you just give me one tonight? He said, you know what? Three came and were saved. Three. I asked for one. He gave me three. He, yes, I'm glad we showed him the king's son that night because they chose him. If you're a Christian, your main business from here out to the end of the age and to the end of your life is to show them the king's son. Well, how shall you show him? In prayer, Bible reading, witnessing, singing, praising, and then living different. That's right. What kind of a son is he? He's a loving son. He's a tender, gentle, saving son. He's a keeping son. Yes, and he's a soon-coming son. You better show him. Oh, show them the king's son. This old world is interested in a lot of things, and she's looked at education, legislation, denomination, and uh, recreation, and all the things that you can think of. But she desperately needs to see the king's son. Oh, would you take a look at the king's son? Would you? We need the king's son tonight. We need him today. We're going to need him tomorrow. We're going to need him when the last tomorrow has folded up and we enter the great, bright, sunshiny day of eternity to be with the king's son. Dear friends, if you want to be with him up yonder, you better let him walk with you down here. Jesus loved you and died for you. Show them the king's son, his virgin birth, his sinless life, his atoning death, his glorious resurrection, and then his soon coming. Oh, listen, show them the king's son's mansions that he's made for those who prepared themselves by faith in Jesus Christ to go to heaven, and he showed them the king's son. Have you ever seen him? Do you know him? Have you ever really trusted him? I feel like offering that great old verse that says, Come, every soul by sin oppressed there's mercy with the Lord and he will surely give you rest by trusting in his word only trust him only Trust him, only trust him now. He will save you. He will save you. He will save you now. Yes, he will. He'll not save you some other time. He'll save you now because today's the day and now's the time. And may we pray. Our Father, we thank thee for this day that gave us another opportunity to present the king's son to sinners 
Father, remind them that Jesus is the only way to be saved. I pray that you'd bless thy word, bless this great chapter. And Father, remind them that one day in their unbelief and ignorance and rebellion, they're going to look up and see the king's son standing by the pillar. And even though they may cry treason, treason, help them, Lord, to know that they've been warned that Jesus died for them and the right king is now on the throne. Oh, speed the day when the man of sin shall be cut down and brought down and when Jesus shall take his rightful throne and then shall he reign. Oh, our Father, we thank thee for the privilege of heirship and reigning with him. Oh, we pray that you'd bless us and strengthen us today and cause us to love thee with all of our heart. Father, in these particularly difficult times, just be with us and give us a little more strength and some more help and some more friends and cause somebody else to be faithful today. Will you speak to a thousand new friends to just do what they've intended to do and then do it today? Dear Lord, we'd appreciate it so much. We'll praise thee for it now so that when it comes to pass uh, and our faith turns into sight, we will have already thanked you, but we'll praise you again then. But we thank you for the prospects. You said while they were yet speaking, you'd hear. Before they call our answering, while they're yet speaking. And you said, Lord, call unto me, and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. And we believe that, and we praise thee for it. Bless the sick, those in trouble and sorrow, and cause, Lord, all of us to get a good glimpse of the King's Son and never be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today on the Family Altar Program with Lester Roloff.